Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right. Thursday edition Taz Show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hope everyone is good out there if you're listening live or you are listening to the audio on demand. Thank you. If you're listening live or watching live at TashShow.com, thanks for doing that. It's there every day. Live, live. We're here every day. And maybe you're watching live at TashShow.com. Thanks for doing that. Appreciate it. Maybe you're watching the video on demand, the VOD, at TashShow.com. You could be doing that also. Maybe you're listening to the audio on demand at play.it, tune in, iTunes, and I, you know, don't know what to say, Spotify. I mean, because I don't know what's going on with Spotify. So, real quick update on the Spotify in a second. Um, I tweeted this yesterday. Maybe some of you guys don't stay on top of Twitter, and I'll explain it here, and that's totally cool. If you want to call the show right now, you can do that. I'm going to talk some NXT in a little bit. Uh, probably in this segment, I'll get rolling with NXT, to be frank. And um, get rolling with that on this Thursday edition. So if you want to call the show, very simple process. You guys know that. Attention hotline fans. Uh, all you got to do is dial 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. Yes, 866-475-2948. Um, Spotify. So look, I don't know what to tell you guys. Um, I apologize, first of all, to anybody who wants to listen on Spotify or has a subscription to Spotify uh, nine and a half out of ten times is never a problem it's not just the Taz show other shows from this is what my boss one of my bosses told me when I emailed yesterday Um, there's an issue uh, that they weren't even aware of with Spotify a tech issue I guess that's what it is with not just this show several play.it you know CBS podcast so I know this has been going on. I've been getting a lot of you guys tweeting me on, on IG, on the Instagram, coming at me saying, dude, what's going on? What's going on? And I know you guys are pissed and you're frustrated. And I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. It's beyond my control. I, you know, I don't, I can't stay on top of all this. Lord knows anybody who works on the show is not going to. So, I, I, you know, but I try my best to do everything. But I can't. I wear a zillion hats. So regardless, long story long, they yesterday and probably mid-afternoon cbs has been in talks with spotify to see what the hell's going on as you hear me right now if you listen to audio on demand it might be straight it might be set i don't know maybe dennis or somebody else uh backstage here can go on spotify and see if the shows are loading so i don't sound like a schmuck out here so the audience is up to date i know it's tough because i'm doing a live show but yet it's also an on-demand show, video and audio. So I kind of, it's kind of weird to try to help everywhere. But you know, I'm like the Salvation Army. I do my best. Uh, similar. Will you stop? Uh, anyway, uh, that's the deal on that. Um, so good luck with the Spotify. I don't have to tell you. Oh, one more thing. With that, I don't see. I don't know how it works. I I don't. I used to have an Android phone. 
I have a, I mean, a Samsung, whatever the hell it's called. I had a Samsung back in the day, a couple of years ago. And I have an iPhone. So I know there's different apps. Like, I think if you have a Samsung, you can't use iTunes. I think that's what it is because it's not an Apple and all jazz. But uh, I know a lot of people on Instagram were trying to help each other out, saying, hey, you know, if you got that, don't worry about Spotify. Podcast Attic is a really good app. And I remember that app because I've used it when I had a Samsung. Podcast Addict is a very good app. I guess you can get the show on there. Um, I've had a couple people say, hey, I'm going to cancel my subscription to Spotify if they don't get this fixed. And I appreciate that loyalty. Don't give up on them yet. Just let, let them fix it. It's, they're a big, gigantic, huge, multi-million dollar company. So, it's, you know, sometimes these issues happen. Now, Lord knows I've had my share of tech issues on this show. And it ain't over. It's going to keep on going. Yes. It's just the way it goes. When you do a streaming digital show, uh, an online show, it happens. You, you end up running into issues. And Spotify is, you know, they're dropping podcasts. They're, that's, I mean, I, I think they have some video content also. Right? They have some video content, don't they? I think they do. Right? I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Well, you might want to go on their website, and then you could correct yourself. Right? So, if someone could find out on the show, uh, let me know if the friggin' shows are loading. No, uh, no shows this week. What do you mean no? Sh- the shows in the p- that have we not that have done yet. that the Correct. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday shows not have not loaded yet. Correct. Awesome. So that's the issue with the Spotify. So again, sorry, don't know what to tell you. I'm just, it, they're on it. That's all. I, that's all I'm being told. They're they're on top of it. And they're checking it out. So that's the deal. Check, speaking of checking things out, uh, you will not be able to check out the Taz show tomorrow. I was waffling back and forth yesterday, uh, meaning if there's going to be a show on Friday. I don't mean today. I'm talking about because there obviously is a show today. Not today. Because we're here. I'm talking about Friday. I'm talking about tomorrow. Not not. And But yesterday, Wednesday. Not today. I mentioned something about Friday that maybe there will be a show. Well, that maybe turned into a no, there won't be. So there'll be no Taz show tomorrow. Friday, Taz show will be back Monday. Uh, so uh, that's the deal on that. So um, what was the other thing I want to It's kind of house cleaning without being house cleaning because uh, there's no house cleaning in this episode. We're going to just roll right into the regular part of the show. My opening monologue will be cut short. I handled the phone call. I mean the phone number. I handled the Spotify thing. I handled all that. Uh, now uh, I will get into a little while here too. Uh, actually, let me do that now before I talk about NXT. Uh, let me bring in the co-host of the show uh, the talent pure talent he used to be the audio producer of the show he's just pure co-host um, his name is the talented uh, on-air performer Dennis Jones the lumberjack Timber! Uh, so that said Dennis co-host star radio star video streaming star you went to the Yankee game with Seth yesterday and we know about this we saw it on uh I tweeted out a picture. You guys sent me a video. Not a picture, a video. You guys sent me a video, and I tweeted it out. And it was you eating and Seth annoying. I'm sure there's a couple of stories we can get through here that you would like to tell about. There has to be some kind of hijinks of something with you and Seth from yesterday. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. So I will give you the floor. One more worry, not hanging up on you. Oh, snap. I will give you the floor. Go ahead. Uh, First off. The Yankees were victorious 9-5. to five. I feel like I should get that out of the way. No one cares. Start. Got it, yep. Uh, but Seth and I surprisingly had a good time. I was very reluctant to bring him. Right. 
just kind of, you don't know what you're getting with Seth. He can be, I mean, you deal with him enough to know. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. it's hot out. I need more water. <laughs> he has this tough guy thing, too. You know, it's the, oh. bu- the bucket hat. Like, he's a hoodie. He's a, he's an urban, urban Seth, they call him now. Urban urban KFJ, yeah. He, he's very urban now. He was he's, very urban yesterday. Yeah, he, he, he when he's in the streets of New York, I've seen him walking around. I no, follow, I've actually followed him. He don't even know I followed him. And he acts like a tough guy in the streets. We were on the subway, and he's, and he, yo, yo, what's up? What's up, man? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, How are you? He'll I was that. like, how'd your voice drop? No, he'll turn all urban on you. He will. Yes. Yeah, he'll get urban. Yeah, he, he gets all hardcore. That's uh-huh. what he is. He's, he's a man in the streets. He's a street prophet, like coming at the NXT. He's one of the street prophets. <laughs> he should manage them. The street profits come to NXT. That's not a bad idea. I think Seth should manage him. I think that'd be money. I really do. I, I think it'd be perfect. Seriously, perfect. So what happened now? Was he eating like annoying foods and he bring nuts with him? What happened? Well, Fruits? So we go. Berries? What do they have? We go to a local bar before the game. One of the, uh, there's like two or three prominent ones. We go to one of those and we had a couple drinks and he, uh, I don't even care if he hears, he's a lightweight Oh, he, I, I'll be, he'll be the first to admit he's alive. What was he drinking, seltzer? Like, what was he, what was you know, he, he had adult beverages, but he had two of them. And then he, he admits to me, he's like, hey, man, I'm feeling it. And I was like, oh, Seth, we had God. two drinks. I was well, like, you're a drunk. like, you've been there before. You're a dribbling drunk. So for you, like what kind of man drinks did he, did oh, he have a beers. man drink? Just oh, beers. Okay. So Is he, that, he was I just feeling it with two beers? Two, that was it. It wasn't even that hot out. It was nice out. <laughs> I wish. I wish if it was, I was hot kidding. out, you know, if you're drinking a couple of beers, so if the heat's hitting you, sometimes you could feel it. Yeah. No, it, it got him early in the confines of an air-conditioned sports well, bar. This guy is used to drinking kefir and milk thistle. He, I mean, that's... Well, he pulled some packets out of milk thistle, and I yeah, was like, that's please, what I'm so we're not going to the stadium with that. He's eating soybeans and edamame. Uh, I mean, edamame, I should say. That's what he's eating. I mean, that's it. This guy, he eats fruits, berries, and nuts. Uh, yes. That's that simple. He was you, foraging. You, he tried to be a man because he had a bucket hat on, he was in the Bronx, and he's with, you know, the star himself, Dennis Jones. So he wanted to eat and drink like you, I guess. Kinda. Yeah, he was definitely feeling his oats a little. He's like, well, I'm here with you, so, you know, <laughs> two peas in a pod. And I was like, look, I don't want to hear about peas. Yeah. No more pee talk. And did he did he eat any food in the stadium? He's a cheap prick. Did well, he do anything well, like that, that? That leads to this. So yeah. there's a bodega right next to the bar. Oh, for, okay. well, hold, for those that don't know, a bodega, there are some folks that are listening from out of the United States, or maybe they're from the West Coast. Uh, they might be from the Midwest. They might be from anywhere else but New York or New Jersey, and they don't know what a bodega is. A bodega is like a small little superette, or as you would say, like a little convenience store. That's usually in in the hood, as they put it. It's a corner store usually, and it's bodega. GTS it. It's I you know I, I mean you know when you come from New York, when, you know people from New York, New Jersey, they just fall around the word bodega, like no big deal. You gotta stand. There are people from all over the world. You're not on WFM right now, sir. You you you're you're broadcasting worldwide. All right, so we went to a uh, yeah. we went to a little deli right next door, a convenience store. Where they sell goods and such. A bodega will sell. You could get a, a plethora of a sandwich to a piece of candy, pork rinds, tamales. Uh, you could buy milk for your home. You could buy fruit, and you could also buy like a little toy car for your kid, all in one spot. That's true. That's that is true. So picture like a Seven Eleven or a Wawa for those from like the Pennsylvania area. Wah, wah, wah. Or sheets, those type places, shrunken down tiny. 
It's not as big and vast. Can't get gasoline now. Well, you might be I able mean, to buy rolling papers. Yeah, that's true. Certainly. I think you can buy rolling paper, the rolling paper. Are kids still doing that? The I think paper? so. The, 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 uh, I got a feeling, I don't know, I'm wondering, speaking of bodegas, if the video producer of the show, the other star of the show, Anthony, uh, Ed, you've been in your share of bodegas, I'm sure, right? Oh, I love bodegas. <laughs> Shocking. Um, they still sell the rolling papers in there, right? For the kids, for the reefers? <laughs> I think they're for tobacco use only. Got it. All right, buddy. Uh, so, continue your story there, Dennis. So he goes, uh, he goes, oh, we have to stop by the bodega quick. I'm like, okay, like, sure, you got it, buddy. So we go in there, and he's like, uh, you want a sandwich? And I was like, we're about to go in the game. He's like, well, he's like, as long as the bag is clear, you can bring in any foods you want. Oh and I'm like, God. oh, here we go. Oh, my God. So, oh my God. So now I'm like. Did he really say I, that? I, I swear <laughs> on it. Oh, that's verbatim. It that is, is what he says to me. Bastard. <laughs> Seth, go to the freaking baseball game, buy a hot dog for twenty dollars, and enjoy the experience. Stop. So, oh lord, he, he now and also consider that he's had two beers, so he's hammered now. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, "Oh, whatever you want, buddy. Just come on, bring it, bring it up." So I'm like, "All oh, right, man. man." So I grab some sunflower seeds, and I get a sandwich. So that that video was actually me eating. The sandwich, it wasn't a hot dog, it was my bodega sandwich. Is that what that was? And I brought it, it was turkey and oh cheese sandwich God. from the bodega. And he, he got like, I want to say he got a Reuben. What? Who goes to a baseball yes. game where Reuben? On, a Reuben on rye. For those that don't know, hold on, again, another New York thing. Many might not know what a Reuben is. A Reuben is corned beef. I've explained this on the air before. Yeah, I sauerkraut and and yeah, it's a right delicious right. meal, but yeah, not, not not the end of July. Not good for a baseball <laughs> Yankee game. Stadium. No, Ruben's good. I mean, you put the the, the uh, corn. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, coleslaw on there and stuff like that. Yeah, a Thousand Island. So okay, you guys, you had good seats. I know my son was at the game, and he was he was there, and he was sitting almost near the same section on the first base side. You guys were on the first base side, correct? And he was at the game, but you guys didn't interact. He avoided you. And like father, like son. Yes. <laughs> he was, you guys were in a section below him, I believe. We were, he we was were, above field, you guys. we were field level. I don't know exactly where his seats were, but. He was like in, I, Seth texted me the section you guys were in. He was near you guys, but I think you guys were like, like right, below, you guys were field level? Yes. He was, he, he was kind of like, I, like eye level, not, not field level. No, field level was a little lower, as you know. Okay. He was a little bit higher. So, like I said, I think he was a little bit higher than you guys. Like, if you were in the 100s, like, he was in the 200s. The 200s aren't bad. As long as you're not no, in the 300s. 200s, I actually, I sometimes I prefer the 200s. No, he sent me a, a picture of his. He had yeah. a great view. I mean, he was right there in between the home plate and first base. Like, right yep. there. That's a we nice. We were just fa- past the first base dugout. Yep. Foul ball city right there. You know, so so he, uh, he caught 17 ground ball. Uh, 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 fa- uh, 17 foul balls. He got a ball. I would have had some, but Seth was just all, oh, mine, mine, mine. I said, Seth, you need to calm down, man. We're not six years old. No. <laughs> we'll get your kids some souvenirs. No, Hold your horses. It, it, the thing is, like, I, I saw a guy, uh, in, I watched the game at home, and I saw, I came over one of the Yankees and one of the Cincinnati Reds who threw his bat accidentally came out of his hand. Oh, one guy, of the Reds. The guy by the top, yeah, he just grabs it. It's an A-Rod from A-Rod. And I was like, wow, this guy just got a bat. Snagged the bat right off the top. Just took it. Took the guy's bat. Oldest trick in the book. Yeah, well, it worked. 
It worked. Just put it under your shirt and act like nothing happened. Did anything else? Did anybody try to beat Seth up? You had to protect him? Like anything like that happened? Well, he was very embarrassing in the seats. And I had to like, well, what remind do you mean? him. What do you mean he was embarrassing? He's, you know, he just... It, the guy has a couple beers in him and he's uh, rambunctious like Ron. He's, he's like, sitting there bouncing yeah. around. I'm like, Seth, breathe, buddy. Yeah, we're, I, I, we're having a good time. Some mental he's, issues. Oh, I, 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 thanks for thanks for inviting me. This is a blast. I'm sure having a swell time. And the people good are looking morning, at me. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. They think swell I'm like time. babysitting my my like adult I, friend. I don't know. I, I I know Seth a long time. I've never heard him use the word swell. He but that's d- he did yesterday. Golly <laughs> 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 gee, Dennis, I'm sure having a swell time at the ballpark. You want some nuts? He, Did he say he had to say? I'm sure you and Taz are gonna make fun of me tomorrow on the show. He had oh, to say that. Obviously, he's like, I can't wait to tune in because I know, I know you guys are gonna talk about it for at least an hour and a half. <laughs> Those are the only shows it. I listen to when you mention me. He loves it. He is an egomaniac. It's the producer role. I've talked about this. It's, it it cannot be helped. You have to get an ego. You have to want to be a star. You you lack luster in your job. And you can't do your regular job, and all you have to do is basically try to become a star. I mean, um, and that's really it. All of the radio guys are were producers because that's why they become producers, to become stars. So Seth is the same way. He wants to be a star. You obviously want to be a star. And the captain didn't. That's why he's gone. He, he didn't want to deal with it. So um, Buy a hat. I am, as I said to you before the show, I am what they call talent. Okay? I am talent. I am true, full-blown talent. You, sir, are not. Okay? So, uh, your Yankees won. You were happy. Everything was great. No problems, no incidents when you left the stadium. The game ended. You guys won. The Yankees won. Yay, yay, yay. Uh, Nobody tried to beat nobody up. There was no fighting. Because over in the Bronx, people don't realize Yankee Stadium's in a real kind of part of town. Let's be honest. So, uh, that part of the Bronx is not exactly over by Jerome Avenue. You know what I mean? That is correct. It's not really a nice area. For those that know. And if you're from the Bronx, I apologize. I'm just uh, spitting truth, as the kids are saying. You know, that's all I'm doing. Uh, real quick, it's a natural segue into just a little more. Uh, uh, I guess I guess before I get into the NXT, I could do our, our newest segment, uh, Spitballing with Sports, uh, SWS. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Spitballing with SBS. Sports. What does that stand for? Spitballing Sports. Now, I think a fan tweeted something. I like his idea. Actually, it might have been Miles from California. I think he tweeted. I could have sworn it to a tweet when I was in the studio. Yes, Miles Robinson. Uh, he said, I have a possible name for your sports segment. SBWS, Spitball and Wood Sports. Just thought of it, man. No, no. We're not going that route, Miles. No. You're close, but no cigar. We're going to go uh, SBS, Spitball. No. That's what I said, and you said no. What did I say, SWS? You said SWS. I like SWS. What can we call it, then? Spit. That works. I mean, because spitballing is one word, right? Or is it? Well, it is now. Word? Yeah, on the T-shirt that, that dropped on Pro Wrestling TV, that's one word. So spitballing. One word, S. With. with w. Sports. S. Done deal. SWS. Uh, I'll hit you with a little bit of it right now. We just talked about the Yankee game, and now we'll move on. Uh, my Mets, uh, they lost. They played the Padres last night in San Diego. Petco Park, as they call it. I was um, watching the first couple of innings after I watched the NXT. I didn't see all of NXT. I saw most of NXT. I'll get into that in a second. So the Mets lost 6-3 to three to the Padres. Uh, Wilmer Flores uh, for my Mets hits his 11th home run of the year. 
the Steven Matz. I like this kid, the pitcher, but you know what, man? He's just number 32, bro. You got to pick up your game. There's something about him I like. Just do good all the time. He's got to do good all the time. So um, he pitched three innings, which is not really impressive. Gave up nine hits, six earned runs, four strikeouts, one home run. Uh, so, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, we, we've been doing good. The Mets, uh, you know, we start with how many games behind Albany? And how many games behind are we here? I know it's 10 in the wild card. I'm oh. not. It's more in the division. I'm not sure how much it is. And, and, and. Seems like yesterday that we were saying, we got time. We got time. Yeah, I, I, the most disappointing season to date for me. Yeah. Definitely. Because of the hype that we all thought was going to, you know, we thought we were going to win it all. To be fair, though, at least it's not like years past where it was like, we stink this year. We're going to stink six years in the future. Lived that my whole life. Yeah, did. <laughs> yeah. you did. My whole life, bro. Seriously, from Shea to City Field. Lived it my whole life. All right, so uh, what else got going on? The Marlins beat the Rangers 22-10. Uh, to 10. That's not a football score. It's, that's not the Dolphins beating the Dallas Cowboys. It's Marlins baseball. Beat the Texas Rangers 22-10 to 10 behind uh, Stanton's uh, leading MLB home run guy. 33 home runs he's at. Speaking of home runs and lack thereof, Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees did not play yesterday. And the reason why he didn't play is because they're trying to get him out of the slump. And that's why he sat. Now, Dennis, I'll give you one second to explain if you have anything. If nothing, I'm moving on. Aaron Judge is still in the slump. That's why they sat him yesterday. I'm just telling you. No, I disagree. It's just a day game after a night game. You realize you're, re- you're starting to sound like Seth, but I've been trying. You go, nah, you did. It bleeds out. Yeah, that's you're still off because you make fun of people. That's what happens. Get out of it. Day game, night game, don't matter. Many of the players played both games except Aaron Judge. Am I correct? Yeah, Aaron Judge doesn't deserve a day off. No, not when you're in a slump. Keep playing. Suck it up. Play through. Okay. My I'll kid be, said. My kid said. Today. My kid goes, Dad. I go to the friggin' stadium, Yankee Stadium, because everywhere you go, every store, every shop, is insanely packed with Aaron Judge merch. I hope this kid's making money. I really do. Seth got a souvenir yesterday, an Aaron Judge gavel, a foam gavel for his kid. Did anybody buy anything for the set? Nothing. No. Thanks. Nope. No. So, Aaron Judge... How about that Bills thing behind you? Yeah, it's beautiful, that thing. (laughs) Thank you again for that, pal. Anytime. I would never throw that and hit the ground. Speaking of the Jets... AFC East. <laughs> I'm joking. Speaking of the Jets, uh, there was no speaking of the Jets. The New York Jets, I got to say, my former team, the Jets, did a good move yesterday. The wide receiver, Lucky Whitehead, that we spoke about, who the Dallas Cowboys uh, kind of jumped the shock and fired. Uh, they cut him because they thought that he was behind this uh, uh, petty larceny uh, crime, and he wasn't. He was um, not the guy. Uh, the Jets picked him up. To claim them. I, I think that's a good move by the Jets. I like this kid. He's a good receiver. Uh, Dennis, uh, you, uh, as the biz dev guy and producer of the Taz Show, yes, they buried Lucky Whitehead a little bit. I'm sure you have no problem with him now that he's in the AFC. He's not in the NFC. He's not playing the Giants. Do you think this is a good move? I I actually don't think it is for the Jets. I, th- I think he should have. I mean, he didn't. I don't think he had a choice. I think they claimed him. The Jets are trying to bottom out. They're trying to, like, I know. they're going to be 0-6. They're they have playing a for very the draft picks. So why pick them up? This is the reason why I had to leave the Jets. 
because how many seasons, bro, I had to deal with what next year. We're gonna, you know what? Look, this year's a wash in like freaking September. And we're playing for the draft picks. Already. I'm so sick of that. <laughs> I had to move on. I, got, I think of the memories. So the Jets got lucky, Whitehead. Good luck for Gang Green. I hope it works out. I, I like the kid, Whitehead. Hopefully, he keeps his head straight. I think he could be a player. I do. Uh, speaking of the AFC, we'll go into Baltimore, Crab Country. The Baltimore Ravens quarterback, Joe Flacco. The former Delaware, Delaware, he's going to say Blue Hen, uh, with the University of Delaware. A lot of people don't know that. You didn't know that, did you? I did. He was a pit first, transferred to Delaware. And Joe Flacco, expected to miss the first week of training camp with a back injury. You know, I got to tell you, maybe he hurt his back in the gym or something lifting, but I mean, God, you had all this time off. How do you hurt your back? I was very curious. That what are you doing? They were vague, too. That's a, They were just like back injury. That I mean, was that's it. so, like, all right, that is vague. Unless he's got some kind of an issue, like a disc issue or something. I'm really, I'm drastic on Ravens fans. Like, shut up, don't say that. But he's a tough dude, Flacco, good player, so we'll see what happens there. Um, and my Bills. Well, what happened? Uh, we uh, basically had a trade yesterday with the, uh, with the Chargers. Now they're the Los Angeles Chargers now? They are Los Angeles. Okay, the Los Angeles Chargers trade uh, Bills' backup quarterback from the Ohio State Buckeyes, Cardell Jones. Yes, that is his real name, Cardell Jones. Yep. Yes. I love it. Um, Bills receive a conditional seventh-round pick. Ooh, that sounds great. Can't wait for that next year. Good move, guys. That's our new GM kicking in, bro. <laughs> Damn right. I mean, it sounds like they got faith in Tyrod Taylor, then. I love Tyrod. I I'm a fan did. of Tyrod, but you got to have somebody have some backup. They have this other kid. I'm drawing a blank. Man, the backup kid. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, um, no, so that's the deal. Cardell Jones, a lot of college football fans remember his, his success with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Speaking of college football, Alabama, the legendary head coach there, uh, the living legend himself, Nick Saban, uh, suggests tweaking the regular season in college football to encourage more interconference games between Power 5 schools. I don't know about this, dude. I got to be honest. I don't know. I... I, I it's kind of an isn't it kind of an ego comment by him right uh, well everything Nick Saban says is an ego comment well, he's a winner yeah this is, this is the reason why but uh, no but I mean really he, he he like he explained himself and it I it almost swayed me where he because you know how every year that you play two or three at a conference games yeah, and then you play I like that. you play your conference yeah and everybody's like, oh, the SEC's the best, the Big Ten's the best, the right. ACC's, and, it, and there's always a debate. And you can never really get a true judge. Like last year was a bit was the Big Ten's year. And yes. then in the bowl games, they got waxed. Yeah. So it's like, well, was it the Big Ten's year? No. So Saban's trying to promote more um, more Power Five conference intermingling, co-scheduling, so you can get a truer, accurate representation of who is the better conference for the playoffs. I mean, he almost swayed, but I mean, I like the tradition. I don't like what they've done with the new conferences. How so? You rather see uh, so if it's a big, a big twelve, you rather see, you know, uh, you know, uh, Baylor play Texas all the time. Not all the time. You know what I mean? Like you rather just see yearly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I don't. Well, most of these schools are they're playing in conference games yearly. I have no problem with the interconference. I just I'm not mean, like Nick Saban too, and I have no heat with Alabama. I think Alabama's. You know, modern day history uh, is 
from many years back. It's the, you know, if you go to all the great powers in college football from back in the day, from USC to Nebraska, all the years Miami had success, the U, all that stuff. Then of, as of recent Ohio State, you got, you know, Alabama. Jeez, they are the creme de la creme. So, I mean, Nick Saban is the man. I mean, except if you talk to Miami Dolphin fans, they will say he is not the man. Not today. Uh, he did not do a good job as a coach there. Uh, I digress. So I just felt like, ugh. you know, I mean, if Nick Saban, because he's the guy, you know, maybe I don't know. I I I I felt like it was like, yeah, I want to play the, the conference things because. Yeah, I think he's puffing his chest. He's a puffing little. his chest a little. Um, I maybe because I like the Big Ten, like in regards to college football. I'm a Big Ten fan more than I am ACC or SEC. Uh, I I like the Big Ten. You know, I've I've always been a Big Ten fan. Uh, for the most part, I, but always a Nebraska fan when he went to Big 12, and then when he came to the Big 10, I'm like, yeah, sounds good. This is great, you know. So I, I I'll, I'll watch Big 10 games all day. Um, I just like it. Uh, it used to be more traditional running, a lot of running football in your face, you know, where Penn State was and Ohio State, Michigan, back in the day. Uh, you know, all that grinding. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of changed a little bit, but it's still, it feels a little more. I don't know why in my brain, like the Big Ten, just feels a more blue collar. You know, I mean it is. It's the you know the Midwest, you, like Wisconsin. That the offensive line is just a bunch of like three hundred and fifty pound yeah, white guys, like big yeah. horses. Oh, like, Wisconsin, like their offensive line is like <clears throat> my son's friend, a kid from Long Island. He's actually an incoming freshman quarterback at Wisconsin right now, uh, and he's probably gonna get on the field. I would think probably times the South one, and it's like he's talking about how the offensive line. It's just like these guys are like. Trees. Country strong. You know, like, you know, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've seen, I went, uh, I told a story a while back. I, I remember um, uh, when my son was a freshman in high school, he was getting recruited from Penn State lacrosse, and they brought him to a Penn State North, what must have been Northwestern they were playing, uh, at Beaver Stadium, and they brought him on the field, and my wife and I were there on the field. This is like pregame. So just a, that's a good recruiting tool. Hey, look. You could come here. You're not playing football here, but playing lacrosse here. Look at this place. Look, at, you know, it's amazing. It was freaky amazing, you know. And then the team, Penn State, was out there warming up. I can't begin to tell you how big these kids were. I mean, like my son, who's a legit athlete, was like, "Okay, these dudes are gigantic." I used to play football. Thank God I'm not. I mean, I hear. So <laughs> the linemen were just freaky, dude. Like gigantic. They're like they look like freaks, like dinosaurs. Fast as piss, too. Jesus. I had uh, I had gone to ECU. I want to say five or six years ago, maybe even longer. Played Maryland in a bowl game in yeah. DC, yep. and obviously going to ECU. Um, a friend of mine from high school was an offensive lineman at Maryland, so he's like, "Hey, man, I got tickets." We went down, and we were hanging out with the Maryland lineman. And I'm not a small dude at all. No, no, you're, not. you're very and ro I lo robust. I looked like a five-year-old next to you. these guys were dwarfing me. And you act like a five-year-old. <laughs> So, so Small brain. You know, they're gigantic. On that note, I got to go to break. Someone's got to pay attention to the clock wheel, as we call it in the radio business. So I have that covered. Uh, in that note, we're going to break. Other side of break, I will talk about NXT. Don't worry. There'll be wrestling talk. I don't want you people to freak out. He's not talking about wrestling, Martin. I got you covered. Folks, some NXT. Velveteen Dream, Green Game, Game Dean. What you should and shouldn't say about him, Mr. Play-by-Play -play Guy. Cash show inside a break.
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Taz Show's back here. Taz Show's back. Turn my mic on. Thank you. Let's pay attention. We are back here. It is a Thursday edition. No show tomorrow. Going to talk NXT in a minute. If you want to call the show, 866-475-2948, you can do that. Hey, look, guys, you know the deal here. Support for the Taz Show comes directly from my friends and your friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, the mortgage company that decided to ask why. Why can't the mortgage experience be better for everyone? Why, why, why? Why do mortgages require paperwork? Quicken Loans answers all these questions and more with Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And guys, look it. I tell you all the time, and it's the truth. Gospel truth. Rocket Mortgage is simple. No doubt about it. Very, very simple. Don't deal with the muckety buck, buck, muck of paperwork and insanity and all that jazz. Deal with Rocket Mortgage. Okay, it's a perfect deal for you. Like I said, Rocket Mortgage is simple. Apply simple, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, real easy, guys. Okay, go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS consumer access Dot org number 3030. That's Rocket Mortgage. Jump on it by Quicken Loans. Yeah, for sure. So, like I said, we got uh, we got some NXT stuff to say here. I Before I went to break, I kind of mentioned uh, something about Velveteen Dream, who I told you I am a fan of what this kid brings, the way he looks, the way he works. You know, he wrestled last night. Um, uh, did you happen to see it? Yes or no? No, you don't have to talk. Just, okay, you can talk. I'm not even looking at you anymore. I saw it. Okay. The gigantic six foot six Brazilian young man. What was his name again that he wrestled? I cannot recall his name right now. Hold on. You'll get it for me. Well, regardless, that kid's got a got potential. The the big uh, Brazilian dude. He's Cesar Bone B O N O N I. I don't know. How would you pronounce that? Bonini. And uh Bonini. Yeah, he's got a he's got future, that kid. He's got some look on him. I mean he's ripped. 6'6", six, six, uh, you know, it, you know, they didn't kill me with the Brazilian jiu-jitsu stuff. We heard uh, Nigel say it once to try, you know, just just let him be a worker. Don't, everybody's a shooter. Everyone's a jiu-jitsu expert. Everyone's choking people out and using, you know, stuff. just stop, stop. Just, just, this kid's got a great look. I think he's got an excellent potentially future there, and he's with the right coaches at NXT, so hopefully they groom him right. But the thing I want to talk about is Velveteen Dream. Okay, this kid here is just, I told you about him. He's got the goods. He's got the look. He's different than everyone. He really is. Um, he, he, he just, he's, he's got that Jimi Hendrix feel, as you guys know. For those older fans, know who Jimi Hendrix is, the, the late, great the, you know, guitar player and legend, legend himself. Uh, he's got that feel, that look to it, which I think they should back off a teeny bit. Let this kid be him. Let him be feel a little younger instead of a throwback 70 feel. Uh, I don't. I don't have a problem with the announcers giving all of these different adjectives, these crazy, funky words about how flamboyant he is. I'm cool with that, as long as they don't force those type of words and and, and go through their thesaurus throughout the rest of the show, which sometimes they do. So I just just talk. I just talk. Just don't. You don't have to go crazy, smother with big words, and show how vast every announcer has vocabulary is. It gets a little annoying. Okay, so back to Velveteen Dream. Here's the thing. 
Very good. Like him. Everything he does, just build him. The kid's got, to me, if I had a name, the two guys that have the biggest, brightest future currently in NXT, it's Velveteen Dream and Aleister Black. Both those guys are, are their own entities. They just they have star power. There's something that they're a star, that it factor, I should say. They don't have the star power yet, but it's it's definitely close to being big stars. Those guys have what it takes. They both can talk. They both can work. Um, and again, back to Velveteen Dream. The way he talks, the way he, he it's different. Like it's not like some smooth, awesome, uh, you know, Ric Flair style promo. You know, when Rick used to wear the crazy you know, pink robes and the boas and all this, it, it, it's just something about the way he talks. He's got his own style, Velveteen Dream. Now, he does the finish off the top rope, the big elbow. You saw it, right? Big giant elbow off the top. This is what I kind of cringed. They were going into a package or a backstage bit. Nigel was calling the replay of the elbow off the top by Velveteen Dream. He won the match. Did you hear, Dennis? Oh, man, when I heard this, I'm like, oh, no. I heard Mauro say, I've said it once, and I'll say it a thousand times, whatever he said. That elbow, and I'm paraphrasing slightly here. Bear with me, folks. I didn't write it down. That elbow is macho like Randy. Oh, boy. Why? 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 No need for that, man. I hate to say it just don't dude the macho man randy savage arguably the greatest of all time i mean one of he's you know for me i i you know i don't get into the mount rushmore talk uh but i mean if you're gonna put anybody in there you're probably gonna throw the the the, the great randy savage in there i mean god why this kid is just in the building of his career velveteen dream you know, I, I know Mauro means it as a compliment. I do. I do know that. I, and I mean I know he knows that. I know he's trying to put the kid over. I know that. But good God. I, 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 don't, I don't think you should do that and compare. Because inadvertently he's comparing or he's, he's saying the elbow is as good as Randy Savage's elbow. I, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't. I just can't. I, I, when he, I never heard him say it. I know he said it. He said it a million times to say it. I'd never heard Miles say it. He might have said it. Have you ever heard him say it? That was the first. <sighs> Maybe he says it backstage. I don't know what he's saying, but but I'll tell you what. When I heard it, I was like, hold on. Wait a minute here. Wait a second. I, I said, hold on. Wait. Did he just compare this kid to... Look, if let's say he, Velveteen Dream, was at the level of Seth Rollins, and he was doing it big on one of the main shows for a long time like a Seth Rollins, like doing it big, big like Seth, okay, then I'd have no problem with him trying to say that about the elbow if Seth was doing it off the top rope like Randy Savage. A kid who's on the climb, on the come up in NXT, ah, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't even, I, I don't know this. I have, would have no idea. I don't, I, if, I would be shocked if Vince knows that Morrow said that or has said that, be saying this about this kid when he does that elbow, I, 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 people might think, "Oh, dude, you're really nitpicking. You're going crazy on this." I'm sorry. I just, I cringed. From a fan perspective, Dennis, you on a different page to me. Am I overthinking this? Uh, no, you. There are certain Mount Rushmore as you put them, just Hall of Famer wrestlers that you have. It'd be the equivalent of like an NXT guy 
slapping on a figure four and it's like oh, so, something saying something Ric Flair related. Like some right. guys, right. you got to hold off to give that kind of praise that early. Can't do that. Way too soon. Can't do that. And look, like I said, I know that not Morrow meant well by it. Believe me, he's not doing it maliciously. He's not. He's definitely not. I, I think he's trying too hard to help get that kid over. Look, you let that kid dream, Velveteen Dream, just go out there and perform. He's going to get over on his own. You know, so Morrow's just trying to help him. I know that. Um, I you know I unless this is something they're trying to build, and I mean I don't know why you would try to that the front office would would allow would be okay with that comparison, and it's not a knock on Velveteen Dream at all. It's just he's not ready for that kind of comparison yet. You 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 have to do not a few substantial things in your wrestling career to be compared, in my opinion. To Randy Savage, you have to do a load of substantial things in the wrestling business to be compared to a guy like a Randy Savage, or what what this man's done in his career, or a Hulk Hogan, what he's done in his career, or like you said, a Ric Flair. I mean, these type of wrestlers, these type of mega stars. I mean, you can't just throw that out there. I'm sorry, you cannot just throw that out there. Can't happen. Uh, I can't. I I I I sat there. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I couldn't take it. It's, uh, excuse me, I'm over here choking up. I um, I really was taken aback by it. I mean, I just, I you know, and I'm I'm I try not to rail on announcers much because I've done the job as you guys know, and it's a tough job. And sometimes you're judged on every word you say. But uh, and then when he said, Mao said, I've said it once, I've said it a million times. I'm like, wow, no, 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 can't do that. <laughs> can't do that comparison um i just it bothered me you know it just it bothered me um i i i look maro you know i think he does a very good job i i i've heard his work in the mma world he does an amazing job there i think he's much more relaxed doing that i've also heard him with his new japan work as a as a play by play guy, does a great job on that. He's totally, a, you could tell the man's a prep nut. You know, uh, for those that don't know, Maro was on my show when it, my show first started live, and um, he was doing some radio work a few years ago when I was in TNA. I know I was a guest on something he did, so I I have no heat with the guy. I'm just calling a spade a spade, being honest, being straight up here with you guys. And I just think his WWE work at SmackDown, you know, was a little rough. And I guess you know whatever happened, and then. He got sick and stuff and everything, and I understand that, and 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 I got it, and I gave my opinions on that when that happened. That's you know whatever, and some others gave their opinions on it, and then whatever issues there was with him and JBL, who knows? It seems like that's all water under the bridge with those guys and and WWE and Morrow, and that's great. It's great he's with the company. Everybody thought he was leaving, including me, uh, but I guess not. And he's now the NXT play-by-play guy. Um, I I think that. With a guy like Mauro, you're going to get a professional. You're going to get a guy who's prepared. He's probably over-prepared, which is good. Like most, like I always say, most great play-by-play guys are over-prepared. That's what they do. That's how these guys all are. Uh, these guys are alphas. They're not betas. And, and that's all of the great play-by-play guys, not just in wrestling but in sports. They're alphas, not betas. Okay? Uh, you have to be. You know, you have to be. And I think that's Mauro. Now, the thing is, I think sometimes you can get caught, not just Morrow, other guys too, can get caught trying too hard with stuff, especially as an announcer. I think with NXT, Morrow sounds much more relaxed. 
He sounds like this is much more in his wheelhouse. They're giving you a lot of wrestling on NXT, more than they do, I would say, with Raw and SmackDown as a whole, if you compare the time uh, of the, the duration of the show. So for that, I think Morrow's in his wheelhouse because this guy can call some wrestling. He knows spots. He, he's going to know names of moves, he's, and he's going to nail them. And that's, I think that's why he's respected, and he should be respected. Uh, I'm putting the man over. I'm not knocking the guy. You know, I'm actually putting him over. Um, I do think sometimes for me, just it's just my opinion, okay, and announcing, as I've always said, even when I was a commentator, some people loved my work, some people hated my work, and I never got mad if you hated my work because I learned very, as a young announcer, I learned right away that announcing, broadcasting, sports, including pro wrestling, is an acquired taste. You know, you know, it's like the old cliche goes. You like tomatoes, I like tomatoes. I mean, it's really, it, it, it's an acquired taste. It really is. You might think the girl is beautiful. I might think the girl's not beautiful. I mean, it's beauty's in the eye of the beholder. It's like booking. That's announcing. Some might like some announcers and others might not. Uh, for me, I like Mauer's work. I just think sometimes he should just talk. Well, you're like, what do you mean? He is talking. Well... I don't know what you call them not not rhymes but like the limericks or like the the there's always like uh descriptives like just different uh, Dennis help me it feels like spoken word poetry yeah I guess so like it's like it's all it's like sometimes it gets like just talk dude just talk to me you know like don't <clears throat> it's not real talk you know I like real talk even in announcing that's why like I, I, I this has something to do with it. it's gonna sound like I'm changing the subject but I'm actually not you were at the Yankee game with Seth yesterday. I'm watching Yankee game home, and I'm listening to Al Leiter, who's the, the former Met, former Yankee, former what do you play, Marlins? What do you play? Marlins played. Yeah, yeah, much. pitcher, really good pitcher, all stuff. Blew me off at Disneyland. Long story. I don't know if I ever told him yet, but you know what? He can go kiss my ass, but I, I digress. Uh, and the Michael K. Fabe, right? He did the play-by-play, right, Michael K. Uh, for the Yankees for a long time, right? I'm listening to these guys, do, and you know, they do a good job. You know, they do a good job. But I'm like, God, man, I, I'm spoiled as a Met fan listening to, 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 to the three-man booth, you know, uh, 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 um, that is just blows away the Yankees announcers. And for me, it, it all starts with the play-by-play guy. Gary just does an amazing job in that meth booth, okay? And, and he makes Hernandez better. You know, he does. Because Hernandez sometimes, you know, can fly off the handle. Not fly off the handle, but, you know, he can be a little, <laughs> you know, out there a little bit. And you, you got a guy in Gary, he's controlling a three-man booth like Michael Cole does, like Mar Ronaldo does. Yeah, you think, well, one's baseball, one's wrestling. How's that compare? It actually compares very well. <laughs> it, there's a lot of comparisons. Because baseball players, the big difference between baseball commentary and wrestling commentary is the amount of time. You have a lot more time with baseball because the game is drawn out slow and it's just... Well, sometimes. So you have a lot of time to talk. But they're telling stories. If you listen closely to the baseball announcers, they have to tell stories. They have to give you some character development in these players. And they do. All of them do. Okay? All, no matter what team they work for. They all, or broad, uh, network they work for, I should say. Um, wrestling's the same way. You're telling stories. You just have to do it quicker with wrestling. You know? And, and for me, uh, I, I, you know, I love a two-man booth in sports and especially pro wrestling. But I got to tell you, you know, if you get a good, if you get a good um, three-man booth like Gary, Keith, and Ron with the Mets, you know, it's legit. 
compared to a men's a men's two man booth like the Yankees have. You feel me on this, does? Yes, it's the I, same with wrestling. But God, uh, as a Yankee fan, I can even admit that the the Mets booth is far and away better. It's great, it's they great. have great chemistry. But a two man booth is the best if if done right. If it's two crappy guys, it doesn't do you any favors. Get a third guy in there and build some chemistry. Keith, right. they have such great dynamic with the Mets because Keith, like you said, he's a wild card. You, you don't know what he's going to say. Gary does a yeah. great job. Gary him Cohen, in. Gary Cohen is one of the most underrated play-by-play guys in all of sports. Okay, absolutely. He controls that three-man booth. He does a great job with it. it and 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 I think Morrow is now again. You're like, wow, you're talking NXT, the Mets. I, no, it, it's it's comparable. Trust me. And Morrow with that three-man booth he has. Okay, okay, look it. Okay, Nigel. He's good. I'm going to be frank. I think he sounded better when he was with Michael Cole in that two-man booth when he did that UK thing because I could tell you from experience, when you work with Michael Cole, almost anybody can sound good. <laughs> and and I mean that. I, that Cole will – he knows how to get over a color commentator. Trust me. Well, speaking of three-man boots, and you guys know I don't like them, for the most part, another three-man boot that I actually do like, like the Mets – I'm starting to really like the Raw commentator booth. I'm starting to like Corey. I'm starting with, with Booker and Michael Cole at the helm. That Raw team sounds pretty good. And that's because each man knows their role. And they're hitting it the right way, and that starts with Cole. The play-by-play is the lead guy. He is riding, driving that car, and he does a good job. And I can tell you from experience, I know for a fact, Cole is not a fan of a three-man booth either. So... You know, uh, uh, neither is JR, neither is Mike Tanay, neither is Joey Styles. They're not. I'm telling you, they're not. Okay? But, you know, you got to play the cards you dealt, and that's what the company wants you to do it. Cole does a great job with that booth on Raw. I'm telling do you like the, the, the Monday Night booth? Uh, better than the SmackDown. Yeah. Booker fits a little weird, but uh, yep. Michael's Michael's awesome. Um, and Corey's been doing a great job. And then Booker Booker's Booker, but I feel like they need to gel a little more. But I, Booker's less is more, and Booker's yes. talking less. And and he's he's the guy with the real credibility in that booth from a wrestling perspective. Right. The guy is a a, a a you know multi-time world champion and a very respected worker from the generation I'm from, Booker. And there's no doubt about that. So, you know, uh, he's respected straight up. Um, now, back to the NXT deal, you know, Maro has got a little bit of a tougher job with this three-man booth, okay? Because you got Nigel, at times, I told you, who tries to do play-by-play, but in respect to Maro, he's cut that down. When Phillips, Phillips was in there, you know, uh, Nigel was able to do more play-by-play, which he shouldn't be doing. I told you guys before this even happened, Maro would not allow it to happen. He's not, which is a good thing. The other kid, Percy uh, Watson, is his name? Correct. Uh, look, he's trying hard. Bless his heart. He is trying hard. I just got to tell you, I don't know if this is for him. I'm just being honest. I just don't know if this is for him. It just doesn't It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I mean, he's got a good look. He's a big dude. Um, I'm not saying he can't talk, but like I told you guys, doing announced work at the table is a whole different animal than backstage stuff or being a manager or cutting promos in the ring. It's a totally different animal. And, um, I, you know, I think Percy's got – he's obviously the least experienced guy in that booth. I think Nigel is good, um, you know, but I think Nigel needs to work on some stuff. Uh, again, I you know, I give free consultant advice out here like an idiot, uh, and I'll give more right now. I mean, I'll give you an example. You know, uh, not, um, uh, uh, Morrow – 
on the air yesterday uh, during NXT, he asked, um, you know, he asked uh, uh, Nigel. I can't remember the match. It might have been a Velveteen Dream match when he was going against. Uh, he was. I, I I could be wrong on this, but I think it was something along the lines of where Mauro says to Nigel, "Hey, what does uh, what's the giant uh, Brazilian fellow's name again?" Cesar Bonino. What does Cesar? I think he might have said, "What does Cesar need to do?" <coughs> excuse me. To um, to combat the whatever uh, you know unique style of uh, you know of uh, Velveteen Dream, something like that. He he Mauro asked Nigel this. And Nigel gave just a cliche answer. He never, as a former wrestler, Nigel was a very good wrestler. He never really answered as a wrestler. You got to answer as a wrestler. He gave a cliche answer. You know what the cliche answer was? Do you know what he said? What did he say? I'll tell you what he said. He said, well, you know, you got to, he, uh, he said something like, you got to accentuate, accentuate your, your, your strengths and hide the weaknesses, something like that. Like, like, it's a very cliche thing. Like, I say it at times. Um, and I, I, I'm sorry, I, I think it was in that match. I don't remember exactly, but if you go back and watch it, I, I think it was that match. But he, he, Nigel, had an opportunity to really bring you in the ring and give you a wrestler's answer. Well, you know, I think you want to take Velveteen Dream. He doesn't show much of a mat game, Mauro. So I think maybe you got to try and take him down to the mat if, if you're Cesar. Take him down to the mat and try to grapple with him. You know, he's more of a striker. This, this Velveteen Dream. Let's take his striking game out. Or take it to the floor. Let's get physical. Don't get counted out. Give me something, Nigel. Bring me in the ring, bro. You were a hell of a worker. <laughs> you know, that, that's all I'm saying. I mean, it's not. I'm not being disrespectful. I, I get paid out here, and you guys expect me to give my opinion on things. I get paid from CBS to give my opinions. I know Nigel. I don't, I'm not dissing the guy. I'm just being honest. I mean, I'm just being honest. In that realm, he's got he's to fix that, in my view. All right? Are we on Facebook Live? We are. Thanks for telling me. How long have we been on there? Uh, halfway through. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for telling me. I thought I asked you to tell me earlier. Remember that? No, nah, I guess not. Just blow me off. Who are you, Taz? You suck. All right, I got to go to break. Uh, on that note, uh, other side of break, I'll get to the phone call or two here. Um, we are on Facebook Live. I'm glad I could tell you that. At uh, Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. And uh, that's the deal. Taz Show, sit tight. Another hour coming at you. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here. One hour down, one hour to go. Taz Show rolling out here in this Thursday edition. Live, live right now from the middle of the world in New York City. Yes, Midtown, that is. Been talking a little bit of NXT, and uh, going to get to the phones here in a second. We're also on Facebook Live at um, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. We've been on it since the last segment. There will be no show tomorrow, so we are just uh, trying to hit you guys with a lot of other stuff here so you guys you know, have enough content and happiness and communication with yours truly. So that's how we're rock and roll. So, uh, anyway, that's the deal on that. So... What else we got hitting here? I think that's it. So I got to get to the phones um, and then uh, say hello to some of the people on Facebook and uh, rock and roll here. That's the deal. Let's go right here. My man's been on hold for a while. Hey, Chap Shooter, 
in North Carolina. You are on a Taz show. What's up there, Hammer? How are you, buddy? Good moment, Taz. Good what? moment, Lumberjack. What's up, pal? Um, nothing much. Um, I was surprised at the end of SmackDown, um, you know, or not the end of SmackDown, but whenever they made Shinsuke Nakamura versus John Cena. Yeah. And they're going to give that match away for free. Well, you're trying to get numbers, right? I mean, uh, I, I think that, uh, yeah, it's wild. I mean, no doubt about it. I, 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 it's very intriguing. You know, I mean, you want to get numbers right. You want to rock and roll. You want to, you know, you want to you want to compete. That's that's what WWE does. They want to stay on top. They're running the game, right? They want to stay there, you know. Um, yeah. But I, I, I can't argue with you. You know, you, you're a chap shooter. You know what I mean? There's no doubt about it. I mean, shocked you, Dennis? I mean, hold on. Let me just get Dennis' opinion on you. It was very surprising, cause, uh, to chap shooter's point, that's a big-time matchup. People want to see that. I know. WrestleMania matchup. I know. I you're right. Totally agree. Which yeah. makes me think it could be a funky finish. Could be something well, for Gazy. Here's why I think it's gonna happen because honestly, I think they're setting up John to pretty much test Nakamura and see if he's ready for the main event scene. And then get uh Cena's gonna go work Wait, with Wait, ba- ba- back up on say it one more time, what you just said. Oh, I think he's t- uh, I think WWE's gonna be testing Nakamura by giving him well, give him the Cena test, basically, to see how he works with John and see if he's ready for the main event scene. And then that's going to move on to uh, working with gender and giving gender a uh, very uh, good opponent. L- let me say this, Chap Shoot. I, don't, I think you're kind of right, but not all the way. Here's my deal. I, I don't think WWE doubts um, that John Cena can go with Nakamura, and I don't think they doubt that Nakamura can go with John Cena. I think... John Cena, as much flack as he gets from a lot of the hardcore fans from his pure uh, wrestling ability, I think John Cena, I've said this before about him, has proven that he can wrestle, work, draw money, have a great match with all different types of wrestlers, and he's proven that. Um, I agree 100%. Yeah, 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 cool, man. He actually has proven that, right? So Nakamura is obviously a proven commodity too, but... I slightly agree with you because WWE, you know, Vince thinks different than, you know, all the hype for some guys get. That's cool. But let's see Nakamura under the bright lights with our big star. I do, do get that part. I don't know if it's a test, though, chap shooter. That's, I mean, I don't know if I, I agree with the well, test word, you know. Well, let me reiterate my thought. Um, or let me rephrase what yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. Um, I was thinking maybe more along the lines of him proving to the people that don't know because, you know, as you know, not everybody knows about – Nakamura knew about New Japan, and right? Right. All that other stuff. Right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, we, you know, we as fans that follow all different, well, most of the fans more than me follow all different levels of wrestling, from Japan to to Ring of Honor to you know independent companies uh, all over to everything. Where in WWE, I mean, it's when you work there, especially you're you're not you're not doing that, and Vince McMahon doesn't do that. Uh, I, I, I really, I mean, I'm sure they have a couple of people who scour the world of wrestling to look for guys. I, I'm sure Triple H watches a lot of stuff that maybe Vince doesn't watch. He thinks a little bit more progressive because he's younger in that realm. But yeah, I, I think it's more of a, you know, that WWE Universe mindset where they're locked into there and Vince wants to see Nakamura excel there and let's see how he is. But I, you know, you said test, not that I'm, I'm overthinking your point, but I get what you're saying, Chap Shooter. No matter what, it's a rich, intriguing match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, yeah. And also, on a side note, um, yeah. I saw an intriguing picture on Facebook. You know, uh, it had a picture of Tom Tonga's Facebook, and he was wishing Finn Balor a happy birthday. And he had a picture of him holding up Kenny Omega's head before 
you know, Kenny Omega joined the Bullet Club. Right. It had him, like, beat down. And I think Kenny had replied and said, this is not the most flattering picture, which means I'm thinking they might be kicking Kenny Omega out of the Bullet Club at some point. They could be. I haven't followed that, I, that much of that with New Japan and the Bullet Club and all the moving parts there, to be honest. So, um... It could be though. So the, the the thing is, I mean, I I look. Remember a while back, I mean, everybody thought that. And thank you, Chap Shooter for calling. And Kenny came on my show during this this hype time, where everybody thought Kenny was getting up in WWE, Kenny Omega, uh, which I still would think would be kind of cool um, if that happened. Uh, I don't think that's happening for any time coming though. Uh, but um, I have not really paid a ton of attention to New Japan, so that could upset some of you, or some of you really don't care. I I really, really don't know. Dennis, does it upset you? Doesn't bother me at all. No, no, nothing bothers me. Easy peasy measy. That's you, baby. Yeah, buddy. I'm having an internet problem. Bear with me for a second, folks. Hang on. Sorry for the people on the audio demand. I know you don't care about that, but uh, I have to work here. I have a full plate in front of me, and I'm, I'm, I need to talk to my people on Facebook, and I'm having a problem not with the Facebook page, just with the internets. So you just hang on, folks. Maybe Dennis can sing you a song. How about that? That should be entertaining. That's. Okay. Oh, no, you don't need music. Acapella. Yeah, you do the acapella. Okay. Please just wait for us to get the internet working. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Let's back up. Take all that out of the podcast version of the show, and then we're good. That's all I'm going to tell you. We're good to go. That's really simple. Hello, Miguel in New Jersey. You on the Taz Show. How are you, Hammer? Hey, buddy. How's it going today? Ah, I'm fan of Midland. What's going on? Good, good, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, I, was, I was listening to your point before about, I really liked it, about the uh, NXT commentary team, and it kind of got me thinking when I was listening, and I wanted to call in, of course, to get sure. your opinion. Do you think it'd be advantageous to have someone like Jerry the King Lawler maybe come down for a little bit over to NXT and help those guys kind of get over a little bit more? On camera, you mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, I don't. I, I think it maybe behind the scenes. Yeah, um, I don't think on camera. No, I don't because look, Jerry Lawler is a legendary commentator. Uh, everybody knows that, and I don't think you want to uh, when you're trying to build young commentators, Miguel. It, that could hurt. Even your your thought is to help those young guys by having a guy like Jerry come there, but it actually could hurt because it's like then they remember how good the color commentators were as these kids are trying to get better. Now, if you said someone like Jerry Lawler, or I've had people even say to me about working with commentators there behind the that's a different story. Behind the scenes is a different story. Um, you got to say something about Jerry Lawler, too. Jerry Lawler was one of the last, the dying breed of the pro wrestling color commentator who would hit the one-liners and the jokes. And and really, and there's not disrespect to Jerry. I mean, he, he got... At the end of the day, he got himself over, and that's what he had to do. He really wasn't getting the talent over. See, a lot of people don't realize that about, about King, but that's how King worked. You know, I mean, it, 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 you know, but that's that wasn't King's fault. That's how the color commentator job was in pro wrestling at during his, his, his heyday. You know what I'm saying, Miguel? And then towards the tail end, things started to change. I know when I became a color commentator, they didn't want me hitting one-liners, and they wouldn't want me. To, I didn't want to do that, and they didn't want me to do that. They wanted me kind of to evolve, and let's kind of have a new style of color commentary. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and it makes perfect sense, too. But but I do that. think if it was behind the scenes, someone with Jerry's experience could help them. 
Uh, I'm not saying, and I'm not knocking Jerry about one liners. I'm just saying, like, it, it, the job of the color commentator Miguel is to not every second of the broadcast, but the bulk of the broadcast is to get over the talent. That's your job, and to get over the physicality in the ring to the audience, because they've never, most of the audience have never done this physicality. So you got to explain that. You know, that's why I believe in a color commentator who's been a wrestler. I believe in that. I also believe in. Not just a wrestler. I think color commentators, Miguel, need to be guys that were former world champions. I just believe in that. I'm a snobby when it comes to that. And to me, that matters. You know what I mean? Uh, you need someone that's going to tell stories and draw money as a broadcaster and get talent over that drew money. That's important. Jerry Lawler definitely drew money. And he's been a world champion. I'm, you know, So I'm just saying that's why if a Booker T's out there or JBL's out there, I ain't throwing flags. You know, I believe in credibility. I believe that's vital at the announce desk. That only helps. That only helps the play-by-play guy. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, all good points. And then just one quick uh, last side question for yeah. you. Uh, have we? Is this the last we've seen of the great Taz to ever come back and maybe call one more good match for us? Uh, that's uh, uh, prob- It's not my call uh, at the end of the day. If they contacted me, um, and thank you for calling, Miguel, if, the, if, if my schedule fit, and I, I couldn't do it full time. I just I, I have a contract. I'm on the contract here, and this is, I love what I do. I love the audience that I have here, and I love my job uh, and what I do here. So I couldn't do it full time as far as being on the road as a color commentator. Um, come back and call one or two matches here and there uh, as a cameo thing. Uh, you know, if the price is right. Just being frank, I'm a businessman. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's business. I know a lot of fans don't want to hear that, but it's a shoot. I mean. Uh, you know, you, you got to make money. I mean, this is, this is you know, I, I never got into wrestling. I, you know, I've said that before about myself. I got into wrestling because I needed a job. That's why I got into this many, many moons ago. I, I needed work. <laughs> you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like so many other wrestlers, which is fine. That would just, they would just, they were diehard fans that they were little kids. And that would, dream was to be a pro wrestler. I, my dream wasn't to be a pro wrestler. Uh, you know, that wasn't my dream. Um, so, you know, but once I got in it, the passion took my body over like a cancer, and I just loved it. It was infectious. Um, but, you know, it's about making money. So, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I don't I, – that's why you don't really hear about me going to a show. I never really ever go to a show to say hello to friends backstage. Like, I, that's not my shtick. Uh, hey, Taz, you're going to go to – that show is in – the National Coliseum or in Brooklyn or you go into the garden. Or, well, if, if I'm invited by the company, I will go. If I'm not invited, I'm not going to invite myself. <laughs> I'm, not, you know, I'm just not going to do it. You know, it's just not me. It's not an ego thing. It's, it's just, I don't believe in that. I, I, I when people like WWE, especially the, the amount of production and how big, the, the show is how much money that the company's spending every time they do a Raw, a SmackDown, a pay-per-view, NXT. They don't need somebody who doesn't work there running around backstage or talking to people, saying hello. They, they, it's all business, dude. They don't, you know, people think it's like a party. It's, it's work. It's a lot of work going on. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I love what I do here. You know, I've talked about that a lot, and I love the audience, like what's built here. I mean that. I mean, Lizette Austin here on Facebook Live. By the way, Lizette, thank you again for the cap. Chicago Cubs Jones. It's over here somewhere. 
Uh, she says, uh, Taz is doing what he wants, but not because he doesn't have options. And this is true. Uh, you know, I, I'm very fortunate to do what I do. And I worked a lot of years to do this. As many of you know, I, you know, I've talked about this. I've been trying to get into radio for over 10 years. You know, I didn't go to producer route like Dennis. I'm going a different route. So, Dennis, hello. You look, you look sad, pal. What's the matter? You look very sad over there. What's the matter? You're not, you're, you, you don't think you're allowed to talk? You could talk, pal. It's okay. No, I, truth be told. You tired? No, I really want one of those bagels. Oh, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I, uh, got one yet. I want to say thank you. We can go get one. You can leave the room, pal. I, I, you're, oh. you're not my mommy. I don't need you in the room. Yeah, but um, if the audio, if something happens. Nothing ever happens here. Stop. No, uh, I want to thank Chef Mike. He dropped off bagels from Murray's Bagels. Uh, Murray's uh, makes a beautiful bagel here in New York City. And they dropped a bunch of ba- they made a bunch of bagels here for the staff of the Taz Show. Uh, so there you go. And uh, Chef Mike apparently dropped them off. Did you see Chef Mike? I did not. Did I you did see not. Him? Cowboy, uh, Cowboy made the nice the transaction. Transaction, big drug deal here. Um, picked up for the bagels bag. like those. Absolutely, got the big bag of hashish. Yeah, I hear you. He, he got the uh, the reefers. Yeah. So uh, well, yeah. No. Uh, but anyway, thanks Chef Mike for dropping off the uh, bagels. Much appreciated for sure. Um, you know, but dude, if you're hungry, I mean, cause you, you, you need energy. I mean, you look, you look like you're verklempt. You looked, you look very, uh, I'll, I'll get one. I'll get one coming up. You kind of look like a show. I mean, so it's, it's, it, oh. you, you look, you know, you look miserable. You know what I mean? Oh, I love being here. Happy to be here. Marcus Gray, Facebook live. This guy nails it right here. Dennis is carved out and hung over. It, it, dude, every day, Marcus. I, w- Marcus, I wish that was true. I actually, I didn't even have any beers in the stadium yesterday, and it was a one o'clock game. So, how many beers did you have at the bar? Uh, three? You guys, did you guys go to the bodega and buy beers like Brown Bag, like on the street in Jerome Avenue? Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Seth tried to. <laughs> hey, buddy, what's the problem? And I said, Seth, 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 we're good. We're good. Let's did enjoy he really? He wanted to. Buy He's like, this is a blast. I'm going to quit my fam. I said, whoa, whoa, it's, Seth. He's Seth. like, Dennis, it's, t- it's 15 cents cheaper if we buy a Colt 45 from the bodega. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. He took out, he took how, out an old school pen is. and paper, and he was crunching numbers. Yeah. And I was like, Seth, it's a quarter. I can spot you a quarter. Yeah, he's brutal. He is just brutal. Um, really. So, uh, anyway, that's the deal. Uh, Chef Mike with a Facebook Live comment. Always happy to feed the show one way or another. Yes, Chef Mike, but you didn't make it. You just delivered it. Yes. Uh, but thank you for that. I, it's much appreciated. You know how I am. That's, that's, that's how I am. Dennis like, don't mess up the food. Yeah, easy, God. easy. Chef Mike, we love you. Jay in California, you on the Taz Show. What do you say there, house? Jay. Jay, Jay. Uh, Dre. Oh, my bad. I, I, it, what was written here was J, like J-A-Y, like J-A-Y are the letters of his name. What song was that? <laughs> you know that song, Dre? What's, nah, no, that was a hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Oh, J-A-Y. Oh, hey, uh, Ant, Ant, I need, I need, like, hold on, hold on, Dre. I need, uh, Ant, what song was that? You know that song? Uh, I don't know the name. It's a Run DMC song. It is though. a Run DMC song. Thank you. Yes. J-A-Y are the letters of his name. Sorry, Dre, what's up? Oh, man, uh, good moment. Uh, first time, long time. Oh, yeah, big city. What's going on, pal? Uh, no, I'm, I just called to put you over, man. I've been I've been listening to your show since Royal Rumble. Yes, uh, the show. Mm. Um, it's, and I listen to it, like, literally, you put, like, ten and a half hours, like, more than ten plus hours 
yes, week, sir. and I listen to it all the time during the uh, when I work. Cause I work at night. Yes, sir. Well, I I appreciate that, bro. Uh, what, what, what do you do now? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, I, I work security. Okay, so you're working like you said overnight. Overnight you work or at night? Just night. Over overnight, man. Um, I'm on my way home right now, and it's my first time actually. I thought about calling, but I was like, nah, I never get through. But so I'm kind of excited that I got through. Uh, yeah, we have 74 lines here, so there's there's many lines open. No, um, so you you do what they call the graveyard shift, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, I've done that uh, shift, uh, bro. I've done that shift. Yeah, yeah. I was a huge fan since uh, you and Sabu. A uh, few, I was a Sabu guy, unfortunately, but you turned me over to your side of your podcast and your SmackDown work. Thank you, buddy. Well, I appreciate that, uh, Dre. Seriously. No doubt, Al. Uh, I, 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 y'all stop making fun of Ant, man. Ant's cool. No, he's not. He's not cool. He's not. I'm sorry, Trey. He's not. Ant, you got one fan. Ant, you got one fan, Ant. Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> to- told you he's not cool, Dre. <laughs> well, Dre, you keep it real out there in the West Coast, all right, buddy? Thank you, man. You keep doing the good work. Hey, I appreciate your support. Uh, tell your friends and family and all your pets, all right? Thanks, Al. Thank you, buddy. All right, there you go. A lot of people don't realize that I did a little security work back in the day. I, you know, I worked overnights, but I also worked uh, for—I think I've said this for about for a trucking company. I used to work at a loading dock, Dennis. Okay, you seem very—it's riveting to you. You're like, oh, no, really? I'm, no, I'm listening. I thought you're like, was... oh, well, what do you do, Taz? Would you would you pack pizza now, dough? Now, would you... now I'm Rocky Balboa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you sounded. I mean, like. Uh, yeah, I did, Dennis. I worked on a on a loading or down. or driving. No, I drove a forklift high low Jones. I've also did hand loading. I would load trucks with my bare hands like a beast, and then go to the gym. Yeah, I did a lot of manual labor in my day. Kevin Stevens, Facebook Live, Taz rocks. Damn right. Um, yeah, yeah, I did that. I also worked. You know, I did. Um, I did a uh, security. This is, uh, I might have said this when Captain was on the show a long time ago. I might have told this quick story. It's a quick story. I worked security for a, like, weekend security when the, the dealership was closed for a foreign car dealership on Long Island many, many years ago before I really, you know, made it in the wrestling business and started doing well. This is years back. I just started wrestling. I was green as hell. Wasn't making a lot of money, had a lot of different jobs and stuff. And then I ended up getting a kind of a steady job with the Long Island Railroad working as a trackman, you know, building tracks and putting tracks in. So anyway, uh, Joe Buckle, he's basically saying story time. I love it. Boys and girls, pull up your stools. It is now time for Taz Tales. Yes, this might be a reincarnated one. I might have briefly told the story. So I worked... um, I worked for this car dealership, and I was just working security, making peanuts. I mean, really, probably like six bucks an hour. And it was for a BMW car dealership. And um, yeah, it was, it's a good story, Dennis. And you know, when you work overnights and you work security, a lot of times, just, just nobody around you. I was by myself. I just have to go and like clock, like they had these little clock gimmick weights, so my boss knew that I was at that spot, so you're moving, you're not just sleeping in a car somewhere. It was a BMW dealership, and I used to look at all these unbelievable cars. I'm like, dude, one day I'm going to be able to afford one of these, and I I, I got to keep working hard and making the wrestling and all this jazz, and 
and looking at the prices on the windows of some of these BMWs, I'm like, God, this is how am I going to do this? And um, you know, <laughs> fast forward, I ended up over probably 22, 23 years buying or leasing at least seven or eight BMWs from that dealership. That's a true story right there. A true story right there. That'll bring a tear to a glass eye, sir. A tear to a glass eye. You're damn right. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's ironic. Yeah. That's how you come full circle right yeah, there. Full circle city. Ray De- Wade Elliott, rags to riches. Taz is an American dream. <laughs> Frig you, Wade. Okay, don't bring that kind of humor to my, t- my show. That's my deal. It's pretty funny. You got me good there. Rags to riches. That's a song, you know. You know, I've gone from rags to riches. Do you know that song? I don't. I might have been a, uh, maybe you could GTS that. You have the power of the internet at your fingers before I go to break. Tell me who was the singer of that. Was it Melton? Hey, all the letters of his Jam Master J. That's it. Rum DMC. I was looking up those lyrics. It was, sir. What was the name of the song? I didn't actually research it. Dennis has it, I think. It looks, it's. To me, it texted me and said it's called King of Rock. Yes, I think that's it. That's it. And then it's like, cutting and scratching are the aspects of his game. Okay, so stop. Ch- stop. You're ruining the, the whole urban field. I know James. you and Seth are urban guys. Uh, no, I'm not. Seth's urban. <laughs> Please tell me the, the singer of Rags to Riches before I go to break Yeah, I know I've gone from Rags to Riches. To me, it just came in with the King of Rock on the Facebook go. Live. Thank you. Yes. Yes. A lot of people. Uh, can I go to break? Uh, we, have, we don't have the title. Hold on. Coming up. Give me a second here, folks. Oh. Oh, you got it? Who is it? It's Tony Bennett. I had a feeling it was the Bennett. Should have yes. went with your heart. <laughs> Left or did you leave San- it in San Francisco? <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to the punch. <laughs> you are true talent. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't let the host hit the one-liner, and you got me. Yep, you got me. No problem. And you're fired. Yes. Mm. Okay, on that note, I'm going to break. I'm late to break. And we'll come at you with the fourth quarter for the last Taz show until next Monday. Taz show September. Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, we're back here, fourth quarter city, guys. Before we get rock and rolling, like I was telling you guys earlier, you know, the support for the Taz show comes straight from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, the mortgage company that decides, that decided, I should say, to ask the questions of why. Why, why, why? Why can't the mortgage experience be better for everyone? Okay, why do mortgages require so much paperwork? Well, Quicken Loans answers all these questions and more with Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And that's a fact, kids. Yep, you're dang right. So uh, Rocket Mortgage is simple, very simple. It takes out all the hassle, the headaches, the stress of dealing with all the, the nonstop insanity and paperwork with, with refinancing a house or, or a loan or whatever. So apply simple, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash the Taz Show. Well, I should say slash Taz. My bad. I apologize. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. So used to saying Facebook 
live slash the Taz show that I messed it up. The code for Rocket Mortgage, Quicken Loans is T-A-Z. So get it right, Taz. You're supposed to win the war. You're supposed to be good at this. You actually suck. Yes. Anyway, I love screaming while people are in the office working corporate post the That was the call. Hold the door. I don't want them to think that I'm a loud mouth buffoon. I love China. You know what I mean? All right, welcome back to the show, kids. Uh, so, um, yeah. Look, I, I just want to say something real quick. I don't want to get into any detail. I'm just going to tell you. I watched Big Brother last night, okay? Some fans love when I talk Big Brother. Some fans don't. I just want to say this. I understand some of you love Big Brother. Some of you are indifferent and don't give a shit. And some of you hate it. If you hate it, I apologize. Okay, I do. I apologize. I do. But it's my show. I kind of talk about what I want to talk about. My show is the Taz Show. It's Body Slims and Beyond. Beyond covers everything else except Body Slims. So basically, it, the show is Body Slims and Beyond basically means wrestling and anything else, to be honest. So it kind of, that's what the word Beyond kind of covers, everything. Sports. Ah, uh, yeah. Chatter talk on the, the reality TV at times, which I'm normally not a fan of, but that show I've been watching for years. So it's my show. I'm going to talk about what I want. And when I talk about Big Brother, if you don't want to listen, then you have to tune out or just go make pancakes. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you know, I'm really. The staff I have here, they don't watch Big Brother. They said they were gone, and they don't. They don't care, but they grin and bear it. And they, but they're getting paid. They're getting paid bank. That's why. You know what I mean? Bank. So, so anyway, I just wanted to say that. And also, as far as people who work on the show, like you, Dennis, um, you know, a lot of people don't like you. There are some who actually hate you. But that goes along with any show. Uh, some people, sidekicks, as some might call some folks. Not you. You're a biz dev guy. Producers, you know, some are hated. Some hate the host. Some hate, some radio guys are hated. What do you mean no? Some are hated. You realize this? Like hated by the public, hated. One more word and I'm hanging up on you. But yet, people still listen to them. Isn't that something? Weird how it works. It's crazy. It really is. It's crazy. I mean, I guess you'd wa you want a reaction, positive or negative. You don't want to be in that middle ground the a it's called the show spot where it doesn't matter you're just like you just no one really whatever you are you are what you are no one cares that's the radio term what show spot yeah the sss mm -hmm. everything's letters everything everything so facebook live many are burying dennis and i'm getting a lot of blue thumbs ups so it's sometimes you never know the facebook people are kind of crazy kind of do uh, that uh, so I don't know they do things that are different than other things that are just different because that's what they say they are because of that not today hey Nick in New York you are on the Taz show what do you say there Nick hey what's going on Taz what's going on guys good moment good moment Nick where in New York are they I am in Westchester I'm up in uh, Hawthorne oh lord so let me yeah. guess this did, did, did you go to high school with Dennis Jones here but no. Are you in Orange County? 
No, no, uh, Westchester County. Hold on a sec, Des. What's the high school? The other, the, your rival? Newburgh. Did you go to Newburgh, Nick? No, I did not. Nick in Newburgh, you mother. No, sorry, sorry, Nick. <laughs> but, but, but Nick, you're familiar. That's a great laugh, Nick. That's the end. That that Nick that Nick's laugh right there that might end up in the sound effects store. <laughs> That's a good laugh, Nick. Nick, what kind of laugh is that, dude? Is that a work laugh or a shoot laugh? What was that? It's a, it's a, it's a, I'm trying to act like I'm not on the phone with the radio show at oh. work kind of laugh. Alright, <laughs> 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 don't get heat, in New York. Okay, so uh, what's your deal, buddy? What's going on? Uh, well, I have two things to say. One, Taz, I've been a huge fan of you for a long time, man. You're awesome. Thank you, and, uh, God Thank bless you. you and everything you do. I appreciate uh, it. I, I actually have a question for Dennis. Dennis, are you or are you not the love child of Braun Strowman and Heath Slater? Go. Tremendous. I like the go. He hit you with the go. You I that? can neither I like confirm that. nor deny. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a, you know, uh, uh, my kid was at the uh, Yankee game yesterday, Nick, <laughs> and, and I, he texts me. He goes, Where, where's your producers at? I go, ah, you know Seth. He knows Seth, but he doesn't know Dennis, right? So I said, Dennis is the guy who's got, like, his Action Bronson starter suit on. You are fake news. That's that's Dennis, you know. That's, that's him. He's a wannabe. You know, he, he doesn't – Nick, Dennis doesn't know who he is. He's just – he's confused. You know, he's just confused. Yeah, that's Anyway, guys, thank you so much for bringing me on. You guys are awesome. I always have a good moment at the end of the day. All right, Nick, take care, buddy. Uh, have uh, have a good time there in Waterbury. All right, buddy, we'll talk to you soon. All right, take care. See you later. Oh, that was a real laugh at the where, end. Where, <laughs> where in New York was he again? I can't remember what he said. Hawthorne. Waterbury's up there, though, right? Yeah. Where's Waterbury? Waterbury's up there, I it's feel like. It's like up there, like Cuse, right? That's yeah, yeah, I feel it. He said uh, Hawthorne was in Westchester County, he said. Oh, so he's near, like, Scarsdale, where the Paul Heyman's Pirate's from. favorite town. Arr, Scarsdale. Okay. And that was your dad guess, joke for the day. I guess that must be an upstate joke <laughs> that no one gives a rat's piss about. Absolutely. Test one, two. Oh, boy. What, what, what was that about Scarsdale? Say it again. It's a pirate's favorite town. Scarsdale. Well. Well. Hey, uh, Aunt. <laughs> That's it. You're good. Yep, that was good, Aunt. I don't know what you think you're bringing to dead air, buddy, but that Scarsdale joke is not going to pay the bills. Well, one of the segments is just bad jokes. Oh, oh the segment is just. Oh, yeah, pr- pretty much the whole show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. I still got that smoke. Told you about what happened, right? The the, the fire pit. I put breathe in all the smoke. Did I tell that story still, the other day? You, you did, but you're still suffering. Yeah. So know how I fixed it. I had a cigar yesterday during the day in the yard. Two negatives equal a positive. Yep. Didn't work. Um. Yeah. Flying pig Jones. Yep. Flying pig. That's. Dennis is starting his uh, new dating service. It's called The Flying Pig. Um, <laughs> That's the next time I'll have a date when pigs fly. <laughs> so nothing, no update with Sarah? No, I mean, uh, you know, Sarah and I. We're, we're, we're doing the long distance thing right now. We're just kind of, hmm. you know, just feeling it out. Next time I go to Chicago, we're going to have deep dish, Italian beef. We're doing it all. She's my official tour guide. All the sites I want to see. Awesome. Great. Sounds like you guys had a blast together. She seemed when she called very happy that you were in her life now. I was pleasantly sur- surprised she had nice things to say. Mm. Although I, I thought I did a good job. Scott Armstead, Facebook Live. Where is Katie? Um, Nerd. 
Well, she's probably doing one of the five zillion radio guest spots someplace that she does on everybody's show and takes pictures and puts on Instagram. And then she sat right here at me like a schmuck duck, like an idiot. She didn't even, let me tell you about Katie, what she does. Okay, she didn't even ask to take a picture. Because I didn't want to be part of her friggin' Instagram IG stuff, okay? So this girl goes like this, right? She's sitting over here, commercial break, we're in it, right? And she just takes the phone. I was talking to her about something. She completely blows me off. And just says, lean in. And just takes a picture. I'm like, oh, all right. I'll be a jerk. <laughs> like that. And they say, no, it's, it's smothered all over her social media. Like, how about getting permission, Katie? You know, she doesn't, she just, so that's what she does with every host, every show. And she acts like she's everyone's best friend. And then she comes here off air and it's like, oh, you're the best, Taz. Your team is great. I love you guys. You guys got free food. You guys are awesome. Oh, you guys, man, I feel like the family. She tells everybody that. Yep. She tells everyone that. She does. I'm telling you, I'm sick of this. Sick of people abusing their stay in the show. What was that noise? Was that your stomach again? It sound like alien, dude. Very well could have been. What was that? Maybe Ant was potted up on accident. Could I mean it could have been? You said Ant was potted up. That's inside terms. They think potted up with Ant. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on now, stop. Uh, the hell's yeah. wrong with you guys? Will you stop, please? One more word. Not what the? No, but Katie, she messaged me the other day because she let me borrow the equipment. Yeah. And I, I returned the stuff, and I said, oh yeah, how'd that go? Said, the equipment. So she gave you like a box of everything. She had you. you, you I saw all that. It went well. I got some footage where I'm scouring through it now, and then I'm going to send it to my video guy. Mm. Not Ant. Um, wait, you have, you have it. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You got a video guy now? Well, it's, it's, I mean, you know him. Great fan of the show. Lean Mean's your video guy? Lean Mean is doing work for you? Not work. I mean, you know, he's, he's helping out. Wait a minute. What, what is this for? I just put together some uh, a compilation of my my travels. Your ego, minimal. No bull. <laughs> bull. <laughs> okay, you know what that means? Is that the French version? No, good point. Your ego is out of control. Okay, Anthony, I want you to talk to me like a human. I don't want you to scream me. Come in the show here. And let's have a conversation real quick. Is this guy's ego? He's, I know he's your boy. He's your friend. I know you guys play grab ass on a daily basis. Is this guy's ego out of control? 100%. It's the he, truth. Uh, it is the truth. He tried to like force me to put this together for him. And I was like, dude, I got to do stuff for Taz. Yeah. No, I believe that. And you know what it is, Ant? He, and you know what the problem with him? He tries to act sly and cool like no one knows in this company his ego people that he don't even know heard about him already he don't even know that part and that's the truth i hope it's positive not negative no it's negative <laughs> it's negative and you came Thanks, in the studio Aunt. yesterday anthony you came in the studio and i i encompassed you two guys together i engulfed you guys as a team and you got very upset with me because you and would you say to me right off the rip i was like we're not a team i'm on the taz team right. we're separate entities and we weren't joking you were not joking you were dead serious because i was mad and you're like why do i always get lumped in and the reason why you get lumped in is because dennis lumps you in i thought it was because we were both fat guys with beards no no, you're actually not. You're mm. you're not a fat guy. You're just, nice, dude. You're, you're slightly plump. I like that. With a bad beard. 
Uh, but yeah, but the yeah. thing, the, you you want you don't see you're in the middle ground. You want to be a fat guy with a nice beard. That's me. Well, bad. That's an opinion. Mm. No, it's a fact. Because your beard is pretty. Ugh. Well, here's the here's dead air. Here we go. Here it is. We're getting a little glimpse of it again. We get glimpses of it. Enough of that. But Anthony, listen, I'm just telling you, be careful with Dennis. He is starting to get on the attention list of some people on this floor that are important people that are above me. So watch it. I'm just letting you know. That's why I'm trying to drive a wedge yeah. in the tag team. Be careful, my friend, because you're doing good work on the show. You do a very good job. But I'm telling you right now, Dennis, you, sir, you are, you have attention on you more than you know. And not just here, but over at the other show downtown, not show, the station in downtown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You acted all cool <laughs> on the air. You're acting cool on the air, but you know at the end of the end of the show he'll be paranoid. Well, he's not it. One hundred percent. He'll be like sweating, and it won't be the meat sweats either. I, I always sweat. See, you guys can't just have a conversation. You got to try to be funny, and it's not even funny. That's why people start to hate both of you now. See, Ant, you, you just dropped. See, you hated yourself. You did. Ant messed up. He, you were doing good, Ant, and you then played you, you, you had yeah, you played yourself. He's, he's right. You had to go into that instead of just having a conversation with Taz on the air. You had to go into let's try and be uh, let's try to be funny. And because Dennis tries to be funny, and Dennis talks like Seth, and everybody laughs. So let's do that now, right? But no, see, there you go again. Who, it, me? You said, like, Dennis, and then I'm doing it because of Dennis. I don't do, do anything because of Dennis. I do for you, man. Oh, stop. Oh, please. Hey, yeah. Ant, you got a little something on your nose. No, it's right. called dedication. Nice. Yeah. I yeah. eat, breathe, sleep, Taz show. You eat, eat sleep, breathe. Wow. Cursing Jones now. I'll bleep myself. Look at this. The producer's out. He's comfortable, Harriet. Just comes on here. Imagine doing that around uh, the other bosses downtown. What would happen then? He's really trying to take Look, he's matching your shirt, too. Oh, he's a mark. He's oh, a total mark. Nobody can wear black shirts anymore? Mine's navy, but I hear you. Oh, mine's black, so it's not even matching. That's awesome. Nice eye. Oh, okay, great. You know what? Listen. Listen. Okay, I guess Anthony's off the show now. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to talk to Anthony. Uh, it's very easy to tell when Anthony's on the show because of the great audio that we have here. <laughs> it's so easy to tell because you hear that that powerful, right or wrong, Ant. It's like, uh, I think Ant's on. No, no, he's not on yet. No, I hear him potted up. That must be it, right, Dennis? Is Ant on? Uh, so, <laughs> don't lock me in with him. He's an idiot. <laughs> I hate when you do that, man. It's not cool. I think Ant's on. I hear the audio. And then once Ant's gone, like, you know, like we'll be talking, me and Ant. Ant, you can talk, right, Ant? Say something. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> that was you, Dennis. It was Ant. No, it was Ant. Ouch, that's rough. Yeah. And then Ant'll be talking to me. Yeah, he's like, oh, Dennis, uh, this and that, the other thing. And next thing you know, it's like, uh, what if Ant's still on the show? No, I think he's gone. Yeah, like, it's so obvious. Anyway, Terrell, Phoenix, you are on the Taz show. What's going on there, buddy? Hey, good moment, Taz. Good moment. How are you? Hey, good good moment to oh, pretty good, and uh, good moment good moment to the uh, dead air crew over there. <laughs> yeah. <to> the preview. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Um, I just wanted to uh, put you over, and I had some ideas for off the hooks. Uh, maybe you guys could uh, use. I don't know if you guys have. Anything yet, and, yeah, I actually have nothing. Uh, what do you got off off the hooks? Give us something. What do you got? Okay, so for uh, off the hooks, um, I have um, uh, favorite like SummerSlam moments off the hooks. 
you know, in dedication to SummerSlam. No, we're not doing um, that. That's not happening. And then, Terrell, we're not doing that one. Next. Got you. And okay. then uh, I have favorite Super Bowl moments off the hook. So, um, you know, well, hold on now. Are you, are you talking about actual plays in the game or like commercial? Like what, what, what moments? What do you mean? Like singing, uh, like, uh, you know, when Whitney Houston sang the national anthem, that type thing? Well, yeah, like a com- combination, of like you know, either like performances or like a favorite play or something, something that impacted the okay. Like that's in- not bad. Like that's that. not bad. That's it. What else you got? Um, and then the last one I have uh, is the favorite um, athletes off the hooks. I don't know if you guys have oh. done that before or not, but yeah, I don't think I've ever done favorite athletes. That's not bad though, to be honest. That's a, that's a big topic. That could be a volume three, like one, two, and three. That could be vast, yeah. big. You know what I mean? So, what's your other comments, questions, statements, or suggestions? Um, okay, so I ha- I just want to put you over before I, I have because I have a question about SummerSlam. Um, I actually uh, was listening to you guys' show uh, last uh, last Friday, and I'm I'm kind of glad you guys have your own uh, bagel, uh, bagel club. Yeah. Um, I, I I have a question, be- Terrell. Before you continue with your thought, and don't yeah. take this the wrong way, because some people on Facebook were asking me uh, if. Because it kind of sounds, are you what they call high? No. <laughs> I just want to make sure because I sometimes I work here at this company with some people that do that stuff, and they kind of reminded me of that. But I'm sorry. I apologize. Continue. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, I, I'm glad you guys have your own bagel uh, club because I, I listened to that E5L, and I, and I don't think that was right. Yeah, I got um, really I upset think, in that one. I, know that I believe in unity, so. <laughs> There's only one person that can abuse my crew, and that's me, my friend. Yes. Okay, right. so, yes. So, yeah, continue. Uh, and I, I feel like you guys are kind of like the uh, the DX of bagel club. <laughs> that's um, funny. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can picture. <laughs> I can picture I've never that. heard that. I, I've never heard that, but that. So we're like the, <laughs> this guy's on point. We're like the DX of bagel clubs. That's what you said, right? Let's get ready to snape it. Old school. Old school cash flow. And continue. <laughs> and uh, I can could, I could picture Ant going like, if you're not down with that, I got two words for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good right there. Hey, that, that was, was pretty, actually really good. That was pretty good. That was a very good Ant. <laughs> Not only are you more creative than Dennis, but you do a better Anthony than Dennis. Yes. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say that because he said suck it. I would have gone with bagels. I like Terrell's better. <laughs> Terrell's was better. You're, you're a better Terrell. Good point. Good point. Yeah. No, he sucks. Uh, Go ahead, continue. And then real quick, I just had a question about SummerSlam. I know it's a Terrell, early, but... Terrell, nothing you've done in this call has been real quick. Let's be honest, sir. Okay? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll ask this and I'll let you guys go. That's um, all right. Go ahead. What do you what do you guys early like um, picks for the uh, the four way for SummerSlam for the Universal <laughs> Title? Um, personally, personally, I think um, I don't know. I, as much as I want Joe to win, I feel like Roman should win. It's just because he already has like built in feuds. Like he could feud with Joe. He could feud with uh, Strowman, Balor. You know, just uh, dude. They got Roman's. You're right. Roman's got heat with everybody. I mean, his character. You yeah. know. So yeah, that could be. I, I don't. I don't. Who do I want to win, or who do I think's going to win? I guess both, if, if you can, like, I don't know if that's... Like, so, this is a two-part question. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. Wow. In the fifth quarter. We just segued into the fifth quarter. Terrell's coming in with a two-part question. Thank you for calling, Terrell. 
get off those vapes, sir. You got to get off the vapes. Uh, well, he wanted both the people's opinions, so okay, I'll let you go first. Uh, who do you think's going to win? Who do you, I mean, it's early for us to do yeah, predictions. Yeah, are we so. doing that now? Because the guy called. I feel bad. I guess we're not. Yeah, no, we're Cause not. Because then, then the Friday before SummerSlam, what's Let's the... leave it up to Anthony. And what do you think? Don't do it now? Uh, No. Thank you. That's it. Sorry, Terrell. No. Not happening right now. Tune in the Friday before SummerSlam to hear the official predictions. I think we're going to have an in-studio guest on that day, too. Ooh, mysterious. Well, it's not really well, a big yeah, mystery because yeah. he snoozed it off on his show. Uh, well, that eliminates... So we know it's not Katie because you said he. No. Nerd! No. Uh, I don't know. All right, well... Quick wind down right there. Did you see that? That was like out of nowhere. I wasn't ready for it. I got that internal clock, son. You know what I mean? That's what it is. I got an internal clock. You know? uh, a lot of people enjoyed yesterday the uh, story about Nine Hole. That was a very good story. And I, I'm so glad people lied. It was a true story, by the way. It's not. There's no lying in that there. It's the truth. So I'm glad you guys liked it. I am the king of the short game. Watch the jokes. Put it on right now. Watch the jokes. So I'm looking at Speakerphone Jones here on the Facebook Live. I'm sorry, no, on the Twitter. Wow, messed up. Very weird do I make a mistake. Speakerphone Jones on Twitter says, Thank you for talking beyond, in quotations, sir. I'm not sure I could ever speak wrestling with you. You're the pro. Uh, Jerky Boys, BB19, Jack Larity, I'm in. Okay. I respect that, Speakerphone Jones. The problem with Speakerphone Jones, his icon photo, he's wearing your T-shirt. No one cares. That's what he's wearing. Do you believe that? Yeah, I apologize for nothing. He's the one guy who bought one. So, Thank is, you, man. Is it time for you to have a new shirt or what? No, because if I say yes, I'm not, no. Then it's your ego absolutely sucks. Your ego is so blatant, so obvious, and you will never admit it, and it's sad. It's sad. Your ego, it's, a, it's, yeah, no, it is. It is. If Seth, if Seth, if you could hear me, if you're testing me, I know you're always listening to the show so you can stooge me off to the bosses. <laughs> Text me, Seth, if you agree, or call in, whatever you want to do. You can't call in, the lines are locked. But Seth knows you're an egomaniac. For those on Facebook Live, if you didn't hear the beginning of the show, Seth and uh, we heard what happened with Dennis and Seth. It's really not even that good, but they had a deli sandwich from a bodega because they were too cheap to buy one in the ballpark. <laughs> and, they, and Seth smuggled in bottles of C&C Cola. He <laughs> think he got seltzer. He got seltzer. Black cherry and orange. He had the Dr. Browns. I'm plugging away over here. I'm going to get teed for that one. He's... That's good stuff, though. No, I know it is. <laughs> so professional. I have a great boss, though. They, 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 they know how the show's in the raw, bro. I'm real. Guys, you be you, buddy. You be you. Right into the unemployment line. Just be you. No, keep doing it, Taz. You're good. Oh, yeah. You're good. No, I think you're fine. <sighs> oh. Seth just came in with the text. Simple. Three words. Out of control. <laughs> you know what he's, he's talking about? Your ego. 
out. I thought of he was control. talking about him at the game yesterday. No, he's talking about you and your ego. Out of control. That's all it said. Well, I'm gonna have to have a talk with Seth after the show. Not cool, man. Hey, uh, hey, Ant. What's up, boss? This guy talks about you being a brown noser to me. Meanwhile, he's going to the friggin' baseball game with his boss, Seth. Oh, uh, the brown nosing. They <laughs> brown nose each other, though. It's kind of awkward. It's like a brown nose 69. <laughs> what the F is going on? <laughs> what are you doing? On. One more word, and I'm hanging up on you. Hold on. Sex Jones. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Inverted sexy Jones over here. What the hell? That's, we weren't buying food at the bodega. I know we were going with numbers here. I didn't know we were going numbers. <laughs> He's dropping numbers on me here. What the heck? That caught me off guard. Wow, he's bringing in the E5L. I, I got to get the word on that. You can't just say that number. That's part of E5L. <laughs> Dude, what is wrong with him? I don't know. He does that sometimes. We have an outburst like he's, that. He's Brian Pillman in the flesh. Loose cannon. Tim Cossadine here on Facebook Live. Whoa! He did the whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Sexy time. Man, that took me aback. Taking aback. I'm yeah. blushing. Wow. That was... Unexpected. Can't drop that number here. Oof. Once you do that, it's on. You get, that's a that's a violation. That's a heavy you accusation. Get off the air over here for that yeah. kind of thing. Holy crap! There's certain numbers oh, you no have to intended. avoid. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, brown nosing. Yeah. Oh, Ignacio Vasquez. He's a regular on Facebook Live. He says uh, off the hooks. Not getting much love this week. Yeah, he's right. Volume, it was volume two of uniform. People I even forgot what it was. People don't like throwback jerseys? Yeah, the first volume one was out of control. Maybe because we did back-to-back volumes. There's so many good throwbacks, though. Not enough. What, 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 you know, I can't be perfect all the time. You know Rock, what it was? Rocky Patel. Hold on, sir. Don't interrupt me. Rocky Patel, Facebook Live. I'm literally chuckling out loud. You don't know Rock. No, I've uh, interacted with he him. He used to player. be, uh, he was a regular for Hump Day promos back in the day. True fan of the show. What were you saying now? What was it? I think fans are just really pumped that you're back from vacation. And I'm missing tomorrow. Well, we'll leave that. Yeah. August is going to be a <clears throat> sprinkle Taz on the Taz show. Because see my hand issue? Like I have surgery on my hand this month and... Uh, so I got to miss a day or two on that. <clears throat> well, you don't talk with your hand. Uh, you have not seen me out here. I kind of do. So, <laughs> no, I um, no. So I, I I got that going on. I got some other stuff, you know, family stuff. So, yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. So that's it. What are you gonna say? You were trying to make a point. What was it? I don't even know now. I think the fans are just happy to have you back from oh the vacay. That's my test to see if my wife's listening. Because if I don't get a text right away, that means she's not, because she will rip me. She doesn't like sometimes if I burp on the air or something. I just try to bring people into how it's like in the studio here. Remember one time where somebody passed gas and farted in the studio? And it smelled, and I don't sell. You know, I won't sell anything. You know me. And you, Anthony, came in and cried like a friggin' little kid on a soccer team. Who fought it in the locker room? 
He got very upset. And how mad did I get at him, dude? You, you were like, dude, have you ever been in a locker room? Yeah, really, dude. Have you Dennis, been around guys? Dennis, you, you were arguably the greatest linebacker in, in, in high school sports Some ever. would say. Well, at least in Orange County. And, and the thing is, you understand that. You understand bowel movements amongst guys and burping and farting. You know this. And you didn't sell it. And this guy, it's Anthony, natural. he acted like, <laughs> he turned into an old man. I don't know what just happened. I need my teeth back. <laughs> what time does the early bird special start? So anyway, yeah, that was the you let you let me down, Ant. Chris Adar, Facebook Live. Taz, are we trending? I don't think so. Uh, you can't ask that. No, yeah, no, that's the kiss of death. <sighs> Kod Jones. Yeah, I don't know. It might be. Probably not. I gotta go. You know what I mean? Hey Seth, how's the AC uh, come along? It should be the fall soon, you know. I know the bosses uh, approved it like freaking two months ago. I was on the email, Jabroni. Where's the effing uh, air conditioner? Huh? Where'd you order it from? Freaking Guam. It was cheaper. I got a budget, you know. You know, it's been kind of chilly-willy here in uh, the tri-state area. I'm not complaining. I know, but I'm worried, dude, because I think in, in September, I remember when I played football, and I know you could probably attest to this. You remember the early in football season how hot those <laughs> games were, dude? Like, when you know, the early September game, like, dude. That late August scrimmages, scrimmage. like early scrimmages. Holy <laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> I, oh, I hated those. I could not stand it. And I used to want to take all of the specialty guys, the receivers, and the D-backs and just throw them in a room and just beat them with a bat. Because they were light. They were lightweight guys. And it didn't phase them much. Hot, dude. I think hot suey is going to be in the September. It does have that feel. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a low now and then... We're going to get struck with the heat wave. Yeah. I got a little update if you guys need it on uh, the uh, AC unit. <clears throat> this will be good. It's from Seth. Just says AC canceled. That's it. Not today. There it is. Done. <laughs> I, I think he's right. I, it must be because it doesn't matter. We got 6,000 fans in here. It's fine. So, anyway, that's the deal. All right. Well, it's time to wrap. I'm out. I've been saying I'm going to wrap up for the past 40 minutes. I think people are leaving Facebook because I said I'm going. And I don't blame them because I said I'm going like 30 minutes ago. I don't know why I didn't go. I need to go now. So, We'll not be here on uh, tomorrow. So there will be a Taz show coming at you on um, Monday. So that's the dealio, I guess. So not much more to be said, I guess. That's kind of a... Uh, a rap, as they call it. You know what I mean? 
Some people might be upset that there's no show tomorrow. Could be. No freaking way. I don't know. One more worry. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, that's it. So, if you didn't hear earlier, I did cover uh, some of NXT, not all of it. <clears throat> I talked a good amount about Velveteen Dream and some commentary stuff and stuff like that. So, a lot of good stuff on the commentary. I thought so. I thought so. Jason Franken, have a good long weekend. Thank you, Jason. You too, pal. That's a gentleman right there. I don't even know the guy. He's a gentleman. I can tell you right out of the box. That's nice of him. Matt Frost, best of show? Question mark. I don't know. It's a good question. Before we wrap up, is there a best of show tomorrow? No. It's a day off, not a week off. Wow. There you go. No. Shut down Jones. All right. Well, <clears throat> that's it. Well, look, guys. It's uh, <laughs> a good way to end the show on a negative comment. Love it. <laughs> wasn't that guy's fault. You, uh, Dennis, you wise-ass. Uh, all right, well, look, I got to go. Enough. I got things to do. Okay, look, guys, I appreciate the week here. Be back next week, Full Week Jones on Monday. Uh, catch up to the Taz show. It's very simple to do that. Just you got tomorrow to do that. Plethora of shows all the time here. Go to TazShow.com. You know where to go. Share the show. Like the show. Review the show. Put the show over. For God's sakes, I'm begging you over here. You know what I mean? All right, on that note. If you're ready to hit the Taz Show, we appreciate you. And I mean that sincerely. We have a lot of fun here. We bust a lot of balls. But at the end of the day, it's all love. And it's all uh, it's all good stuff. So uh, thank you, guys. Uh, appreciate you. And I will talk to you guys on Monday. You guys enjoy your weekend. I'm Taz. You're not. Goodbye. In my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top 10. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cuz we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades. We Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So going for another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let